Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 24 of the Godzilla Roundtable. Today, as always, you are joined by me, Mulder, otherwise known as Faye, and... Ton here, back from the dead. And Crash here, back again. And it today... Boy... Oh, Shut the fuck <laughs> up, folks. <laughs> I'm in charge here. <laughs> as, as you so rudely heard, this, this fucking random guy came in here. His, his name is Pokesaurus or something, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He just showed up. Yeah. yeah I, I live in the back alley behind where they record these, so... <laughs> I'll suck in this time. In all seriousness, no, as anyone who listens to the channel should know, this is Pokesaurus. He does the Jurassic Games series for us. Yes. Mm. Very cool. By now, it. he might have finished it by the time you're listening to this. But... <laughs> His <laughs> videos there are very great. I'd recommend. So, so if out. you're listening to this in May of 2021, yeah, I'm probably done. <laughs> I mean, judging by your speed so far, that that might be a bit generous, actually. Oh, 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 May 2021 is when that series will be done, probably. So, yeah. So, anytime after that. <laughs> originally, my originally, originally, my plan was that finished the month before the new movie came out. Guess what happened to that? So, <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah that's that Pokesaurus we know him sometimes we love him oftentimes I, I want to strangle him with phone cords and smash his xbox with a hammer but here he is we brought him on for a movie as the medic as he is so Pokes even though I already know this because I was the one who got you into Godzilla how did you get into Godzilla uh, well when I was younger I watched the movie we'll be discussing today. Um, and as back then, that was pretty much my main exposure other than playing the GameCube game. Uh, in just general knowledge of its existence, but I didn't become an actual Godzilla fan until t- uh, May of 2014 when I went opening day to watch Godzilla 2014. Mm-hmm. And I, loved, I loved it a lot, and it's definitely way better than we're talking about. <laughs> you have one of the shortest origin stories for Godzilla. Basically, I saw a big monster movie. I say, ooh, cool. And then I. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really, folks. I feel like, I feel like that's, that's what got me and you talking a lot, really, was. was yeah, yeah. 2015. Well, I mean, I mean, when we first met in 2012, you hated me because I was an idiot. And I have the chat locks to prove it. <laughs> 2012 very, me was very cringe. I am very smart and good at technology. Yes, <laughs> you know, we're dropping that, and nobody but me and you and everyone else in this call knows what the hell and, that and means. The only, and the only thing you knew what to call me just anytime I spoke was you called me a redneck because I I'm from Georgia, so that was the only <laughs> thing you could think of was just to call me a redneck whenever I spoke. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing: not just Georgia. It's not like you live in like the city or something. You lived, you live, and you still live in bumfuck nowhere. Georgia. Oh yeah, I, I I live I live in like a Skyrim town, you know, the one house in the middle of nowhere. That's considered a town. So. <laughs> oh my god, this episode's off to a start, all right. And just so you guys know, there's three more episodes of this coming up, so get ready. He's gonna be all back for three more times. Anyways, let me reroute this and get this going. So, we start off every episode, folks, with reading the episode. Not the episode, the movie, and and this time we'll be rating, of course, the 1998 Godzilla remake by Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin. Unfortunately, 
folks, I'll let you go for a skinny rating out of ten. Uh, hmm. I rate it a negative four out of ten. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> but, but an negative. actual no. Okay, but an actual like review score, I'd probably give it a three. Okay, maybe, that maybe sounds a fair. Two, two and a half. I don't know, somewhere around that range. <laughs> All right, John, I'll let you go next. Uh, worst movie ever. Kill my family. Murder my family. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm with folks. It's it's a three out of ten. Okay, I'm gonna go because I have a feeling Crash might have the highest. So yeah. I'm gonna. Okay, Crash. If you don't yeah. go, go right ahead. You, you you tell me yours first. We'll see. Okay, mine's a four out of ten, which is higher than both Pokes and Ton. Wow, really? Yeah, Jeez, I, it's not it's, it's not good, but it has it says it's okay. If I divorce it from being Godzilla, I can have fun with it. But you can't divorce it from what it's meant to be, so it's still not good. But it's decently made in some areas. Anyways, yeah, fresh. I think that'll be interesting to go over. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'd probably give it like a three out of ten, probably. What like, the fuck? I'm the highest on this thing. That's why I was surprised. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> I can't if, if you sat me, if you sat me in a room and told me I'd have to be there for the next year, and all I had was a VHS copy of this movie and a, and like a crappy, crappily translated, subtitled version of Godzilla versus Megalon. And they and you told me I could either watch them back like back and forth, or I could only watch Megalon. I would just pick the Megalon one option. Dude, same. <laughs> Megalon's funny. <laughs> oh my god, we're off to quite a start there. But I'm shocked that I gave this the highest one of everyone here, especially you, Crash, because you were like last night. For context, we we just watched it last night. Crash was like, I don't think I hate it as much as you guys do, but it's not good to think. Okay, he'll give it like a five or a six. Then here he fucking surprised me with I guess to be honest, I feel like my number, I feel like I forget what I rate these movies every time. But uh, it's just because uh, okay, the way it is from what mm-hmm. you guys, the way you guys talk about it, it's like this movie is completely fucking murdered Godzilla, and it's, it's like for me, I don't really have that context. You know, I mm-hmm. just started like watching Godzilla, so yeah. that negative impact it had is not one I really got to see because now yeah, Godzilla that, that's better than ever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like that's the, it's the same for me, um, mm-hmm. except I I just I don't have any enjoyment at all. Like like I mentioned yesterday, I left, I I see I quietly left the screening for like twenty minutes to do something else, and I came back and I was like, wait, it's still going. I <laughs> hope it could be over when I came back. <laughs> I was half expecting to explain why I disappeared at the end of the movie, but I came back, it was still going. <laughs> But yeah, that that's like that's kind of what I'm saying though. So like mm-hmm. y- y'all were like talking lots of shit throughout it, and for me, I was just kind of like watching it. Like it was mm-hmm. a lot of funny stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. But, I already um, suffered through it once this year, so I didn't really want to suffer it a second time. Yeah. So for me, <laughs> I, it's did, like, I did it. I did it just for this, just for this reason. This podcast yeah. is the only just reason to, why. Yeah. Catch up to hip again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like for me, I don't like it. I don't think it's a really good movie. There's some parts I do like, kind of. Mm-hmm. But um, it's like for me, I can't really. I see that hatred because of so much of what's come afterwards and like, mm-hmm. how well it's doing. So I don't really have that kind of feeling. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. Because because like, like Crash, I also feel like like when you came into this, G98 was basically like at this point has been entirely forgotten because of 2014 and King of the Monsters. So it's like it doesn't really fucking matter anymore. <laughs> but still though, just everything because I had the same thing, but then I read the articles by um, a sci-fi Japan um, uh, sci-fi Japan on like the reduction of this movie and that and that reinvigorated my hatred for this movie a lot, honestly. 
Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it'd be a little high. I don't know because like it's kind of funny you having the highest one. And I feel like my scores are kind of like arbitrary. I just kind of think of yeah. what was in my head. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll probably have a better job explaining my thoughts as we're talking. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. So as I mentioned, this movie was directed by Roland by Roland Emmerich, who is best known for Independence Day and later on stuff like 2012. And I let me let me look it up. Did he did 10,000 BC? They do the day the Earth should still. Yeah, I say yeah. I think he yeah, did that. It's fucking um, hilarious. He did every like apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, also, did. he also did Stargate. He did Stargate as well. Yeah, he did. He but I looked it up. He did indeed do 10,000 BC. Um. Ye- oh, 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 wait, oh, wait, crash. He did. He 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 did the day after tomorrow. But I think yeah. he might mix up mix up the titles though. So, yeah. I remember seeing like those three movies together, and I was like, "This is the apocalypse trilogy." I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, because I'm pretty sure we had them on DVD. I never watched them, but I wish just as a kid, I just look at DVD covers. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. And yeah, like, this movie looks epic, but I'm not going to watch it because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> that is a kid mood, like just entirely. <laughs> but yeah, so this movie was directed by Rowan Emmerich. And was produced by, by Dean Devlin. It was written by Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin, I'm pretty sure. Let me check real quick. Uh, One second. I know Dean Devlin produced it. Yeah, it was written by Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich. And basically, this movie had a quite ex- an, an extensive history. Because, like I told you guys, this movie started production in 1992 and was vastly different when it first got its start. Well, that was Back like, one, mm-hmm. gone and fucking uh uh Mothra. Yeah. Okay, I was right. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the uh, what was it like the Sandwich and concept art or whatever of the yeah. original concept for the movie. Ooh. I've seen that before. Stan Winston worked on it or was going to. Yeah, originally yeah, Stan Winston. This was going to be his Godzilla design oh, back when it was under him. That looks really good. I actually like that design. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. basically the original concept for the movie back when it was going to be directed by. Oh shoot! What's his name? Um, he did Speed. Oh, um, uh, John DeBond was going to be the one directing it. It was really written by Terry Rossio and someone else. Let me see. It, it's it's uh, listed. Ted yeah, Ted Elliott and, and Terry Rossio. Fun fact: one of them, I forget which one, is actually writing Godzilla vs. Kong, which is really funny. He he's getting a chance after all. But yeah, um, it was written by Ted Elliott and Terry Rossio, and it was going to be directed by by Jan DeBond. Basically, though, there was budget issues, which is really funny because we end up going over budget by a lot. But anyways, the, the original concept of the movie was going to be that Godzilla was a dinosaur made by Atlantis, which is really funny because that's something in the, in another monster. Yeah, in another monster thing, which I'm not huge on that origin, but it's better than what we got. Basically, he was going to end up fighting another monster from space called the Griffin. Which absorbed a bunch of animals. Oh my! And eventually, before they stopped working on that version of the movie, they were actually considering changing the Griffin into King Ghidorah, but that just ended up not happening because, like I said, there was um uh, arguments over the budget. Ghidorah is so, pretty expensive. The, well, it wasn't that. It was just the fact that in general, because they had plans to use like full size animatronics and a lot of CGI. And this was going to only be a year after Jurassic Park. So they were like, no. Yeah. So they were going to like, no, we're not allowing you to do that. You're fired. So they fired them. (laughs) 
I have to say though that design is way better than what we got in the movie. <laughs> yeah, Actually, and like, and and pretty much because now they were strapped because they had this big opening for Sony blockbuster wise. We had been pushed back like constantly, like I was saying. That's why they kept making more and more Ace Godzilla films because they're like, when's that movie coming out? <laughs> and then pretty much what happened was they went to Ron Emmerich and Dean Devlin, who had just came off of Independence Day, which was a massive hit, as we all know. And they're like, hey, do you want to do Godzilla? And Roland Emmerich was like, no, fuck Godzilla. Godzilla sucks ass. It's stupid. Nobody likes it. I don't like it. And Dean Devlin was like, but what if we changed it up? So Roland Emmerich was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. They go in, they, they make that fucking stupid iguana thing, and uh, you, you, you've got this movie. That, that's, how you, that's how you end up with a movie like this, because you have somebody who absolutely shot, this movie, who shot Godzilla was absolutely stupid and silly and dog shit. And, an iguana and Godzilla 98 came into existence. <laughs> <laughs> and oh uh, yeah there's been a lot of stuff with it but I'll, I'll, first before i continue so i don't go into full rant mode um what did you guys think of the original concept of the movie i know ton you've read into it like i have but i'm I... of godzilla being an atlantis creature and fighting a griffin in space no it wasn't in space it was on earth but it was a monster from space <laughs> of course um <laughs> that you know Okay, I feel like if you simplify any monster movie, it always sounds dumb. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. It sounds kind of dumb to me, but at the same time, like if you can execute it well, it's probably do good. I mean, mm-hmm. Astro Monsters, like, what if we took Godzilla and put him on this planet, and then we took over <laughs> the planet? Like, it sounds dumb if you simplify, it, but then you actually see how they execute. It's like, wow, that's actually really well done. Mm-hmm. So maybe that design could work, and that would have been more like typical Godzilla. Yeah, fighting monsters. way more typical. Yeah, so I feel that might have. It would have been interesting. Okay. Even though that kind of concept's been done so much with Godzilla, mm-hmm. I think to see the American take on that is what would have made it more interesting and worse. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, even though it's like another redo of the same concept, I think seeing them do it like that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Ton? Yeah. Um, it's definitely some stuff that probably would have been a little weird, but I feel like it, mm-hmm. ironically, it kind of resembles what Godzilla 2014 ended up being. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, Godzilla 2014 is a lot more traditional than the original mm-hmm. concept. Yeah. And I feel like just from technology and available and the kind of the quality of the product, um, mm-hmm. Godzilla 2014, we got the better end of the deal getting that. Yeah. But I feel like it would have been an interesting project nonetheless if they had gotten to see it mm-hmm. completion. Mm-hmm. Especially the Griffin, which was yeah, interesting kaiju to see visualized. Folks, uh, so no, obviously it's hard to know exactly what it would have ended up like just because it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but considering just like how the like what we do have, like you know what we know of the plot of like what this is Stan Winston designs of Godzilla and the Griffin, mm-hmm. I just think I think it would have been a lot better than what we ended up getting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, sounds, it certainly sounds a lot more fun, uh, because there's one thing I would say about Godzilla 1998, it's that I find it incredibly boring, there's nothing mm-hmm. fun about it, it doesn't try to do anything interesting, um, and this would have at least been sort of like, from what we, what we know and like what the plot sounds like, it seems like it'd be sort of like sort of like a, a Showa-era Godzilla film in that kind of way, Yeah, like, like an outer space monster, and Godzilla's fighting it, I think it would have been a lot more fun, and it would have been a nicer mix of both the show, um, show artists generally 
Tahoe mm-hmm. Godzilla films and a mix of an American take on it. Whereas yeah. Godzilla 98 is basically entirely removed from anything Godzilla and what makes Godzilla Godzilla. Yeah. So I think I think had we gotten it, it would have been a far more interesting movie. And even if it had mm-hmm. still been even if it's still not been bad, it would have had at least a bit more of a redeeming quality. And you know, yeah. probably wouldn't have put the franchise to rest as soon as it did for for a decade. Uh, yeah. Because it would have shown that, you know, Americans can get it right. At least yeah. to some degree. Maybe it wouldn't have been like a critical darling or anything like that, but it would have at least shown a modicum of respect for the source material, which <laughs> yeah. Godzilla ninety eight does not have any of. However, yeah. at best, you get the throwaway line of, you know, the Japanese uh, fisherman at like in the hospital bed just saying, Gojira. But like, you know, that's that's basically a meaningless like like name throw out there. Yeah. So, um, in general, I just think it would have been a far. It probably would have just been a far, yeah, far better, at least been far more interesting mm-hmm. from the Godzilla film perspective than what we got. Yeah. See, like for me with 94, I have mixed feelings because I think obviously there's a little more love and like desire to make a Godzilla movie for it. Even though I have mixed feelings on, on the Atlantis origin, I just, I don't know, that's a bit too much of a departure for me. <laughs> but I feel like they could have made it work, though, in comparison to this, because you still have a lot more of the elements to Godzilla there. Like, for one thing, he's still a dinosaur in that concept. He's not a big, giant iguana like he is in 98. And I think the ideas for 94 are just more interesting. And I'm just to, just before I move on to 98 itself, Crash and Ton, just so I get it right, you guys both think 94 would have been better than 98 would have been, right? Uh, just going off concept alone, yeah. Okay. Ton? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, I guess now we have to dive into the belly of the beast here with 98. Um, well, actually, can I, can I say one last thing? Right sure. I just yeah. want to point out, like, um, I don't know if like this at other theme parks but uh, from this, but at Six Flags Over Georgia, the ending queue for uh, the ride, the Acrophobia, which is like one of those tower ones where you go up and it just drops you. Mm-hmm. Um, in the waiting line, it shows a comparison of the height of that ride to Godzilla 98, like the design of Godzilla 98. What? Yeah, like if you're chilling in line, like there's a thing on the wall of like part of the queue that just says it's like a silhouette of the ride, and then it's got the silhouette of Zilla. That's like, really it's, funny. It's a, it's a hike. Yeah. I don't know if any other like any other Six Flags parks have that ride or that comparison anywhere, but it's just that's just something I just remembered is that the last. It's really funny. Yeah, and that's all, that ride is mm-hmm. that ride is really tall as well, so it's not short. <laughs> you can still see see the remnants of '98 in some yeah. places. Even if I mean, it's been six, mostly six, forgotten. You know, Go six Flags has a lot of that, uh, like those kind of movies. It's like the leftovers that aren't Universal or uh, Disney and whatever. Mm-hmm. Six Flags just kind of gets less lovers because they have like the Looney Tunes and yeah, you know, General Warner Brothers stuff. So it's just yeah. Anything. So that, okay. was, that, was my, that, was, that was my little tangent. I just wanted to mention that before we get started. It, it was a fun tangent, so that's it, right. So I think the best place to start with Godzilla in 1998 is with how they ended up doing Godzilla himself, or in this case, herself. Um, Crash, because you're the newbie to it, I'm just curious what you saw of Godzilla in this. Like, as the monster? Yeah, yeah, as a monster, and in comparison to the Japanese Godzilla, and what you think about all the changes they made. This Godzilla is really fucking weird. It's, like, completely... (laughs) It's, like, very far removed, in a way. Because, like, okay, Mm -hmm. they got the big monster, and then, like, that's kind of it. Because Godzilla here... Runs away a lot. That's more like a rodent thing, to be honest. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's just I don't, it's, everything about Godzilla in this one's weird. She like burrows around underground, mm-hmm. lays eggs. She doesn't really have any like 
Deadpool fighting abilities. She's kind of like a giant dinosaur, except <laughs> not because she's an iguana. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> it's just so weird because the only, the only okay that was one <laughs> thing I asked about was because I'm in the beginning you now they had the nuclear testing and the shit and the iguanas were like bruh and they fucking blew up, but um. I was confused because, like, okay, I know in Showa era, they're like, okay, Godzilla was awoken by the nuclear testing. Mm-hmm. And Heisei, they're implying, like, actually, he was mutated by mm-hmm. the testing. And that was kind of confusing me. So, like, I felt like here, they were, I guess they were calling back more to, like, the Heisei era with their origin for Godzilla here. Yeah. But um, I forget. Are they implying, like, that just happened, like, a week before the movie started? And then, like, yeah. that was in there. Yeah, started. because for some historical stuff, and so I'm not sure if you know about this. Okay, the reason why they have France do the tests, which is fucking stupid, but into that what seems, is because there was a controversy in the nineties of France's nuke tests in the Pacific. So they were like, Oh good, we have a convenient sink to use a scapegoat and not have Americans too bad, even though that's fucking stupid. But anyways, um so Ton, I'm not sure if you know about this, but basically France did some nuke tests in, in like ninety two, I think. And they so they used that. So yeah. This only happened like a few years ago. <laughs> they, the, way they, the way they film it in the intro, and they make it seem like having like the fifties or something. But no, it's meant to be based on the nineties nuke tests they did. Okay, so like the origin, I guess I don't really mind as much because it feels kind of like what Heisei was doing. Mm-hmm. But um, just yeah, with Godzilla, Godzilla's just weird in this one. Always <laughs> running away, kind of hiding. Godzilla's always had a presence in all the movies I've seen. Mm-hmm. Always out there, you know, be like, Look, I'm fucking Godzilla, I will destroy your town. But this one's just kind of like, you know, it's like hiding and shit, it's like, yeah, around. it's yeah, it only it only had like little atomic breath, like one time, and it wasn't even atomic breath, it was like fire or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Godzilla here, it just doesn't have that imposing figure of Godzilla. I don't know, mm-hmm. and like, I get trying, trying to do something different, but like, there comes a point where like a character is so ingrained, or like, or like, a, and a fucking. A monster like Godzilla, you know, everyone knows yeah. what Godzilla is, and it's like to do something so radically different. It just feels like you don't really want to do what Godzilla is, honestly. Yeah, it feels like you're just trying to like use it as a name, but like make something completely different out of it. Yeah. Weird. Oh, oh, oh! Wait, go on, just crash it more. Well, I, I would say maybe in another movie it'd be better, different monster movie, but mm-hmm. like Godzilla, it's just a weird monster, honestly. Yeah, ton. Um, uh, Godzilla, such a <laughs> controversial figure in history. <laughs> I guess to try and kind of approach it from like a neutral perspective initially, mm-hmm. before I kind of like dig into it and start like you know chopping her up, <laughs> like F you stupid lizard. <laughs> I, I've said before, you know, Godzilla is kind of a character. It's all about reinvention and re-envisioning kind of Mm -hmm. pushing the limits of like what is Godzilla so Mm -hmm. to a degree Emmerich not so much as respectfully as other people have done so Mm -hmm. kind of looked at Godzilla and was like had this idea of you know like what if this dinosaur looked more like the real dinosaurs you know this was Mm -hmm. a post-Jurassic Park era so it was kind of like you know what if you had a more scientific take on the creature. Mm-hmm. And to a degree, um, there's a marginal bit of success there. I mm-hmm. think Zilla as a design is visually appealing. Mm-hmm. 
just very ugly. I think the 90 CGI kind of the cheaper quality compared to like say Stan Winston. No, who did Jurassic Park's effects? Um, it was ILM, no, and it and it was it was under Phil Tippett, who Phil Phil Tippett was in charge of the CGI for that movie. Yeah. So trying to go up against that led to the CGI model not being as good. So I could to a degree. I can kind of see what they're going for, and to a degree, I respect it because mm-hmm. it does look cool as a monster. Mm-hmm. As a Godzilla, it's just not. It's just a kind of a failure. Like, yeah, they barely um, capture the essence of Godzilla. Oh, go on, crash. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm agreeing with Milva. Yeah, it's like. I think the design, it's not a bad design. It's just mm-hmm. weird for Godzilla. And yeah. in a weird kind of twist, I feel like this Godzilla looks more like a typical, like, look at what, how we see dinosaurs now. But yeah. Like, you know, classic Godzilla is more like old retro stories, I guess is what you yeah. call like, yeah. right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and so it's weird how the one that's not a dinosaur kind of looks more like a dinosaur, but <laughs> yeah. it's just weird because, you know, Godzilla's always had that standing aesthetic. That's what makes him so important. Yeah. And, you know, this Godzilla, I guess that's my whole thing. It's like vicious, but it's not really imposing. So it's yeah, usually. And, and like, oh, go on, sorry, Crash. Oh, she said, yeah, if it was used on any other monster, I think that would have mm-hmm. probably fine. It's just weird trying to call this Godzilla. Yeah. Because, like, like, like I'm with you, Ton. I do like it as a design on its own. It's just that even with that idea of it trying to be more like scientifically accurate to dinosaurs, I feel like to jump ahead, um, like 20 something years later, but like, like the design for Godzilla now and the American stuff, I feel like Dad modernizes him a lot better, where it yeah. still looks like Godzilla, but there's more dinosaur elements to that design, which make more sense. Like they get rid of his ears, they make his head more like a more like a seropod dinosaur, and it just and like the fact like in Kingdom Monsters when he runs, he runs like like a seropod would. It just works better mm-hmm. when you when you keep the design mostly the same, you just tweak it a little bit. But I'll yeah. get into that more when we talk about G twenty fourteen and King the Monsters. But I just wanted to put that out there too. But go on, Ton, because I know you weren't done yet. Yeah, um, I guess overall, Godzilla. In a to make kind of a weird comparison, drawing another movie, it almost feels less like Godzilla and more modernization of the. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this pronunciation, but the Radonosaurus. Oh, I'm a the Radosaurus. I know what you mean. Yeah, Ritosaurus from Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. Like, um, you have that kind of, you know, modern living dinosaur running around living fossil look mm-hmm. that lines up with what the science of the time, but you don't really have... So they certainly nail the giant monster aesthetic, mm-hmm. but they don't nail Godzilla, like, you know, Zilla runs away, digs tunnels. <laughs> All, the only reason mm-hmm. um, she breathes fire breath is because you said that was edited in after people. Yeah. Died. Yes. It's just hilarious. So it's like I'm. I'm certainly not against radical redesigns. Um. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be fond of certain modern Godzilla movies. Otherwise, if I was. Mm-hmm. Zilla's definitely like a failed attempt at that kind of approach. Yeah. And that's really it for me too, but I'll let Pokes go first before I say my thoughts. Mm-hmm. 
Can you refresh me on what the prompt was? I kind of. Oh my god! It's just like, what do you think about this interpretation <laughs> of Godzilla? Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, I would say that yeah, like I think what a lot of, a lot of you guys say, it's a good monster design, but not necessarily a Godzilla design. And I think a lot of that comes down to, you know, there's a specific reason why Godzilla has looked the way he does. Yeah. Again, a a a, there is the whole fact that he's you know put a, partially a dinosaur, but also there's the fact that you know that original Godzilla design from the original film was meant to like the silhouette was meant to look sort of like a mushroom cloud in the distance. Yeah. Um, and I think with Zilla, uh, there's no there's no real meaning behind the design. It's just mm-hmm. it, it's supposed to be a good monster design, and there's nothing wrong with that per se. But I think when you have a character as history and you know like so so complex as Godzilla has been, you kind of mm-hmm. miss out on a lot of the purpose of the character when you just kind of give him a blanket blank design like that. Yeah. And I think. You know, I like, like I agree that I think the design looks good just as a general monster design, but I think for Godzilla, I think you really need to respect, like at least like they, you know, there's there's adapting a character design for like a new site, like new setting or new era or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then there's entirely disregarding that and just like putting on, like you know, Godzilla. The only thing that really makes it Godzilla-ish are the spines on the back, which are vaguely yeah, reminiscent of Godzilla. But nothing else about the design is even remotely Godzilla. Like, like it's it's very, it's very much more trying to be a Jurassic Park dinosaur than it is trying to be Godzilla. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that's why you know you could literally just not call this movie Godzilla. It would, where it wouldn't be any different because it doesn't look like Godzilla at all. Like say. Yeah, it, if it was just called, you know, if it was a remake of like as Ton uh, was saying with uh, like a Reda, Reda Yeah, the Beast yeah, yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like, yeah, it feels like that, you know, it wouldn't change anything. You just all you have to do is cut out that brief pointless scene of the Japanese fisherman saying Gojira and nothing changes at all. So it's like yeah. there's no point in calling this a Godzilla movie if it has nothing in common with any other Godzilla movie. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, I think just at the end of the day, I agree with how what mm-hmm. you guys were saying about it. You know, it's a good design, but just not there's nothing yeah. Godzilla about it. Yeah. And like personality wise, because I think we've nailed down the design it's aspect the best personality and just the power set of this godzilla is so divorced and in a way just kind of insulting like why is is godzilla running away from the military it doesn't make it exciting it makes it like stupid <laughs> like that's not exciting why is the monster running away <laughs> like well, well, well yeah, like exactly like we're going to record another episode tonight me ton and crash with a giant claw even in that movie from the fucking 1950s their giant monsters still fought the military. So it's like, why are you making a runaway? Why is Godzilla burrowing? Why is Godzilla laying eggs? It's just like not... And really, I think... I'll go back to the eggs in a second with baby Zillas. But I want to focus on the way on how they kill Godzilla. Godzilla dying just from a few missiles is so fucking insulting and stupid. It's like... Why? That, oh, why didn't I think of that before? Like, <laughs> Godzilla is Never gets hurt. Well, they well they did think of it before. It's just that the movie makes the military so utterly incompetent they destroy more buildings than Godzilla yeah. does. Which yeah. a character in the movie points out, but it's like, can you really? Is it really like funny if you point out the your own bad writing? Yeah, at that point. So it's like, why even put the joke in there? But all right, we're not we're not talking about the movie's writing bad or anything. So yeah, but, but so it's just like and and like here's the thing. Just trying to talk about Godzilla. Symbolic. Godzilla was meant to represent atomic atomic warfare, nuclear bombs, and everything that happened to, to Japan in World War II. 
to do what they did with it and make it where American arms put it down is just insulting and it just entirely shits on the legacy of Ashiro Honda who, yeah, who was I, putting a lot of his personal trauma into that movie. And I think that kind of goes back to what I was talking about, how, you know, with the original Godzilla design and the designs with Godzilla we've gotten over the years, the original design is ba- like there's a deeper meaning behind the design than, oh, he's just a dinosaur monster. Yeah. There's that, there's, there's that imagery he's supposed to invoke and like like with what you're talking about, like even the even the lack of first, the lack of focus and uh like you know ideas put behind the Zilla design really shows in the personality as much as the design itself. Mm-hmm. It's just not not great. And I think before I get into my next tangent on it, I'm going to move over to the other monster we have in this movie because there's two, unfortunately, and that's the fucking baby Godzillas, which are. <laughs> Okay, Crash, I'm going to ask you. Are, are are they better than Minya? Uh, you know, I, I was actually going to say, it's really fucking funny. This is the seventh time that there's been, like, Godzilla babies. It's really <laughs> funny. They keep going back to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, are they better than Minya? I don't know. Minya just annoyed me with his presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and these, <laughs> these like, baby raptor things. <laughs> I mean, that's what they are literally just raptors from Jurassic Yeah. That's exactly yeah. They are. Um, maybe they they didn't bother me as much, so maybe I don't know. I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I have a feeling you still like like Baby Godzilla from the Heisei era. Baby Godzilla. Do you do? Baby Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla. But, but anyways, because I called you out, Crash. I'll let you continue with what you think about Baby Zillas. Um. So yeah. <clears throat> one point with this. Okay. So one thing I found with the pacing in this movie that was really funny is that it reminded me of King Ghidorah. I mentioned this a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. like. That movie just kind of kept going. You felt like, oh, it's over now. That's like, actually, we're bringing back Mechagodzilla. Like, actually, now it's Mechagodzilla. And I got the same kind of feeling here because it was like, all right, we killed Godzilla. It's like, wait, but now it's all these baby Zillas. It's like, okay, <laughs> we killed the Zillas. It's like, all right, actually, Godzilla's not dead. Now we're going to fight Godzilla <laughs> again. And it's just like, isn't there supposed to be an ending? Like, it keeps going. <laughs> and that's what this whole final act felt to me. But mm-hmm. at the same time, though, for me, that was probably my favorite part of the movie. I found the whole baby cell things to be the most engaging stuff in the movie. Mm-hmm. Probably the most intense. I like the atmosphere of it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, even though they're just raptor clones, I kind of like the fact that there's like a fuck ton of them just everywhere in the building, mm-hmm. which made a whole like, kind of sense of like uh, terror, I guess. You know, yeah. This giant building with a bunch of monsters. And so even though they, they don't really have much personality, they're just raptors. You know, Baby Godzilla was cute. Even Minya had personality. <laughs> he had personality. These Zillas are kind of generic, but mm-hmm. I still find the whole final act to be probably the best part of the movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Even though it feels the least Godzilla, yeah, because Godzilla on such a small scale only works in doses. I feel, yeah. And here, trying to make this whole like last act out of it, even though I felt I liked it, I felt like I was like, this is not what a Godzilla movie is. On. Yeah, but yeah, folks. Yeah, for the bit, like you know, like Crash was saying, you know, it's they're literally just Jurassic Park Raptors. Yeah. I do think I uh, you didn't ask me, but I think between mm-hmm. these and uh, Minya, I actually do prefer these just because as like like Crash said, even though Minya does have more of a personality, uh, I find the lack of personality less annoying than Minya's <laughs> existing personality, and and Minya just looks really ugly as well <laughs> whereas these at least you know the ripoffs rip, the ripoffs of Jurassic Park Raptors but Jurassic Park Raptors have really good design so you know, <laughs> they're not they don't make me sick looking at them. I mean, <laughs> Minya yeah. does uh, 
and you know, I, whenever I think of Minnie, I just think of that uh, scene from the dub of one of the movies where it's like, Godzilla <laughs> says I have to learn to fight my own battles, and it has like the really <laughs> old look, old guys sounding voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely do, and like I, I also agree with Crash that the bit inside, uh, inside the building with all the baby Godzilla's is definitely the most mm-hmm. interesting section of the movie. I still wouldn't say I would call it interesting or good per se, mm-hmm. because again, like I think a lot of the "Quote unquote good parts about this movie, or just things it's ripping off from better movies, like yeah, we were talking about. But uh, mm-hmm. I would say that if there was a "quote unquote" highlight in this film, it mm-hmm. would be that section. It just, but again, like also Crash was saying, the pacing in this movie is atrocious because it try it sets this up as the final act, but then it just keeps going after this with a giant, <laughs> another really long chase sequence that doesn't need to exist at all. Yeah, um, because ultimately, like you know, and before this, got Godzilla. Supposedly dies from some miss like uh submarine missiles, yeah. but then it comes back to life just to be killed by more missiles. And it's like you could have killed it the <laughs> know, first right? time, and nothing changes at all. They just try to shove in, you know, oh my god, it's so sad. Zilla died. It's just trying to be a parent to these babies, but it's like you didn't earn it at all. Like, yeah, the, the movie should end when they get out of the stadium and it gets bombed to hell. Like, that's when the movie. Yeah. And they can do their stupid little like cutaway. Oh, one survived, which did lead to a cartoon series, which I've heard very good things about. Yeah, uh, but the redeeming, like fact. you know, you could you could <laughs> cut out you could cut out the entire chase sequence and just have it you know end with the bombing of the stadium, and then they walk out, and it does like the fake like oh no, one's one's still alive thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing would change, but you just saved a lot of time, and the movie would feel less bad. It's it still be bad, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't drag on for way longer than it needs to. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the weird thing now as you mention it, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't think Godzilla's ever like targeted like a group of people like that before. No, so it's, it's weird it's... that like he's like, I hate you guys specifically. Like he's pulling a spinal stories. He's like, you guys <laughs> die. Because now you now you you told me about like, oh yeah, you know why is like I get they blew up with rabies, but but like mm. it's kind of dang that Godzilla's like targeting now. That's just yeah, take away like the more animal nature of Godzilla. That, 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 yeah, it'd yeah. be like it'd be like if it'd be like if like a couple of ants. Took some crumbs away from your food, and you just started chasing the ants. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, what is the point? You have there's much bigger fish to fry than these dudes in a cat, uh, like taxi cab. Yeah, it's so stupid, and, and then, it really and then, like, is. I, it really is speaking ripoffs. It's just a ripoff of the T Rex chases from Jurassic yeah. Park. And then yeah. again, it's like, okay, this thing was chasing you, trying to kill you with its stupid fire breath because they wouldn't bother giving it actual atomic breath, and then. They kill it, and then they're suddenly sad about it. It's like this thing yeah. was trying to kill you five, like less than five minutes ago. Why are you acting <laughs> like this is some tragic death of a family member? It's it's something. Ton, before I go on my rant about about this element. Yeah. So, I guess to, to start off with, with a few things. Um, I, I like menu better than these guys. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stay. Never speak me. to me again. <laughs> Um, design wise, they're alright. Like, mm-hmm. like everyone said, they're just Jurassic Park Raptors, but they look like Godzilla. And that their part of the movie is one of the more decent parts. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an alright action sequence, but I think something I'll comment on with this is that they kind of very much represent the really confused tone of this movie. Yeah, like, both with the baby Godzillas and with Godzilla um, herself, you have like these really 
kind of Jurassic Park moments almost, where there's kind of like these awe shots, these moments of reverence for the creature. Mm-hmm. But then the movie kind of like remembers, oh, this is supposed to be a monster movie, so then they become like horrific and have to yeah. die and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, with the baby Godzilla specifically, is like when they're born, you kind of have like the, the oh, cute babies moment, but then they start killing and eating people, and you're like, oh, man, fuck these things. They got <laughs> But then, you know, the military, you know, bombs them, Obama style. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, Tom. I'm, I'm sorry, I was dark. Um, <laughs> then, and then you have, like, kind of a sympathy scene. Like, um, I hate to keep going to the modern movies uh, to kind of break the flow, but mm-hmm. it, it kind of, uh, Godzilla 2014 just did that so much better with the Mudo eggs. Mm-hmm. You know, we know the Mudos are bad and that them reproducing are bad, but you don't have like little baby Mudos crawling around like, help us. <laughs> no, they're just in their egg sacks. It's kind of like a foreboding sign of what's to come. Mm-hmm. But, you still are, but they were helpless enough that you can understand why Mama Mudo was pissed mm-hmm. when they died. But you don't have that helplessness with the baby Godzillas in this. They're just little pe- um, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a confused tone. Mm-hmm. And like you guys said, yeah, they're Raptor buffs. Yeah, they don't they don't help the pacing problem. But my big issue with with the baby stuff, and this is a little like you like you asked me, Crash. Oh shoot, Crash! What was you asking last night? Because you asked me something specific, and I, specific, and I know I, I started. Going on, it's going on about it. I think it was um your problem with Godzilla like being a girl and laying eggs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Basically, with this with this movie, you read about behind the scenes stuff, and holy fuck, was Roland Emmerich a racist asshole? Like he was like, oh, the only reason why Toho didn't want to change the design was because these Japanese people they want to keep the copyright and like stuff like yeah, when they did originally, they didn't know how to, how to how to do stop motion, which is not accurate. It was because EG Super I couldn't afford it. Stop motion was expensive as fuck. So you have like that racist shit. You have them like, oh yeah, all it was really was a fat guy in a suit stomping around. Like just like this like this really racist. It's really disrespectful. Yeah. It's like okay, I f- okay. I feel like when you're adapting a series that's been like no, mm-hmm. I guess it's be it'd be great if you're like a fan of it. Mm-hmm. I know that can't always happen, but at the very least, you should like understand the series and like yeah, it's history. But you should never be someone who like actively does not like a series. Yeah, and and, and it's kind of like taking on the mantle of like covering a new one with like mm-hmm. what's the word out of strife for being like yeah. I hate this shit, so I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah, no, like good passion in that. That's just like hateful, honestly. Yeah, and rude. And they really haven't learned because they still complain that people don't like their Godzilla. But anyways, so you have all that, and then you have Godzilla, who is this masculine figure. And this is getting bit into film series stuff, and like and like Godzilla, of course, is a masculine figure. Anytime he's had kids before, it's been more of a father figure where he's adopted them. Um, he he's big, he's buff, he's muscular, he's super tall, he's imposing. Then you have this Godzilla, and she's first of all is not tall at all. She's has the dinosaur horizontal posture. They gave her to get a bit Nazi for work. Accurate female lizard genitalia, bull fucking things. Which is like why she lays eggs. She has a maternal role, and it just ends up feeling like a really big fuck you. Like yeah, ha ha. 
Japanese people are so fucking stupid. This is what we think of it. It's fucking dumb. Japanese men need to shut up. White men are better, et cetera, et cetera. It just does not come off well to me. It it's just it just comes off, like you said, Crash, really disrespectful and like, haha, fuck you, this shit's stupid. Look how stupid it is. We're making it even more stupid. And it's just like it, it's just it just gets way into just at that point being disrespectful. It's not even trying to do your own take on it. It's just like you said, just pure scorn and strife and this shit sucks. Yeah. Definitely. Like if it was not Godzilla, like that'd be it. But like mm-hmm. the fact that they're trying to really be like, yeah, this Godzilla, but superior. But yeah, know, it's just I mean, <laughs> I yeah. better watch subscribe this shit. <laughs> It's fine. It, it fits because it really is. And speaking of mean, let us be mean ourselves because let's dive into the characters of this movie. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Um, I love the Simpsons characters in this movie. <laughs> There's a lot of Simpsons actors. Crash, you volunteered. So I'll let you go first. They had like Hank Azaria. Yeah. Cartwright. Uh, part, I wouldn't be surprised if like Dan Castellan was in it too. Yeah. A lot of Simpsons characters. I guess. Is there any correlation for that? Was it like no. a box or some shit? No, it was under Sonyville people, so I don't know why they had so many Simpsons cast members. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. The best characters in the movie. I'm <laughs> but um characters? Yeah, Nick Tatop I unironically do not know how to pronounce his last name. Tatopolis. Hey, I never mind. Yes. That's character growth. yeah, Nick, he's like okay, he's not a reporter. He's a Scientist. Scientist. And so... Worm guy! Worm guy. <laughs> Best friends with Tyrannomon guy. Um, they're like, they're like, they're trying to fill in these, like, you know, the classic Godzilla-like roles. You know, yeah. Just the reporter, sometimes the scientist. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. And Nick, it's like, I, I don't think he's, like, bad. He's just really boring. Yeah. Yes. And, and something about the way which he's portrayed by um, Matthew Broderick just really annoys me for some reason. Really? <laughs> just something about his performance annoys me, and, and I know Pokes agrees with me. I know Pokes said that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't really have a problem with it, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's just kind of boring. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. Guy. I think okay. The thing is, I feel like a lot of older Godzilla movies can have like boring protagonists, but the thing is, like, mm-hmm. if they're boring, they're not like what's the word? You hate you hate when they're on screen. Like they're not like yeah. And yeah. this cast, a lot of them just kind of do stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, it make, go, makes them kind of go beyond just boring to like, okay, they're just a normal. Mm-hmm. Like, to yeah. And like, that's where I feel like the other characters we see come on. Yeah. <laughs> and also, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Why is Roger Ebert a main character? You don't make <laughs> a parody character a main character. I know, like, right? It's supposed to be for like a one off joke, but he's like really important. He's the fucking mayor. He's like, yeah. Ordering shit around, like what? That doesn't That'd make be sense. like if, if like if uh, in the Lost World, Robert Burke were the main character. <laughs> yeah, in the film. yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just a throwaway reference to a uh, backer. Yeah, that's the whole. That's the whole thing. But it's like they wrote him in, and it's just weird. I don't know. <laughs> he is. He is a good uh, prediction of Rudy Giuliani, though. <laughs> <laughs> Pokes is getting political on here. I'm just. I'm just. Hey, I'm just throwing it out there. Okay, there's. Okay, I think of one joke I liked with him. I forgot. Yeah. A skittle joke on the helicopter. I forget what that joke was. <laughs> um, uh, oh, 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 yeah, the, oh, yeah, the Hershey Kisses joke where 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 the Gene Siskel um uh, parody tries to take it away from him. <laughs> no, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's like it's just so weird. 
And mm-hmm. I guess I'll let you guys go, but it's just like this cast is really all over the place. <laughs> and they do weird, stupid shit. Yeah. I want you to feel bad. I'm thinking I'm talking about the girl, but like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ton. Um, yeah. Um this movie's very <laughs> odd with its cast. It's like it has a giant cast. It kind of goes for that typical Hollywood style where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're making a big bunch of movies. Let's grab a bunch of big name actors and have them be themselves, I guess. <laughs> and you just kind of throw them into the movie. And like, it's not a bad setup per se. You get a nice mm-hmm. range of different perspectives and views. But. Mm-hmm. The issue is, is none of them are likable or interesting. Yeah. Um. You got Matthew Bodger, Bodger, Broderick. 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 <laughs> oh, I cannot talk. I'm sorry. Topolis. Mm-hmm. Topolis. He's just kind of a generic nerd. Yeah. But he's not really treated like a nerd. Like yeah. Respected. He even has like a girlfriend. But <laughs> so it's, like, <laughs> it's like the movie can't decide if he's like the usual nerd character or if he's like supposed to be like kind of masculine. Yeah. It's like, it's just, it just makes him kind of weird. Um, yeah, it makes a really weird character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and real quick, and real quick with Topolis, he the funny thing is he he's named after the special effects director of the film Patrick Topolis, but then they make a joke about his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it's really weird. I don't know how I'd feel about that if I was him. That's kind of funny. I, like, yeah. I, I always hear about him using like the last names of people in the crew. It's mm-hmm. funny they made a whole joke about that. He was probably like, guys, what the hell? Like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, go on, son. Yeah. Then, um, you got Felipe Roche, who's the um, French agent who's played by, um, oh, yeah, Philippe. Yeah. Oh, shoot. What's his name? Oh, uh, John Reno. Oh, John Reno. I know him. He's actually a really good actor, but his the French people here in this movie are fucking so stereotypical. It's like, it's really funny. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're just like, wee wee, suck it, blow. It's so weird because, like, I feel like they, they paint the French guys as, like, bad. But yeah. The movie, they're, like, not bad. They're, like, yeah. And I'm just, and I'm just like, I'm so I, I was really kind of confused because I was, like, was that supposed to be like a bait and switch? Like, I guess they were good. I guess because at the end, like, it's weird. They're like stalking them, but it's like actually, we want to help you figure out what's going on. And <laughs> I don't know, it's just, it's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, French roast. That was fun. French roast. <laughs> Me. I'm led you from Mars. Eiffel Tower. Croissant. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I so I guess to kind of like shorten it is like you have this big cast and none of the actors are bad. Mm-hmm. I think you have more of the writing. Yeah, yeah, it's more of a writing and direction issue because you kind of have them written in these humorous ways, but then they mm-hmm. want to do a serious plot. Yeah, so it ends up making them kind of unlike unlike. Yeah, interesting. So it just takes you out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Pokes. Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to say that Matthew Broderick is only my second favorite actor who is responsible for a death in a car accident. Uh, my favorite being Phil Lewis, who played 
uh, Mr. Mosby in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, oh who went to jail God. for a year for <laughs> killing someone in a DUI accident. Oh, uh, holy fuck. That got dark. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would say, yeah, like I, I agree with what a lot of you guys have said. And, uh, first of all, I can't remember a single character's actual name other than uh, Matthew Roderick's character just because they talk say it constantly as a joke to top yeah. us or whatever. Yeah. Um. One thing, okay, first of all, one of my major issues is the redheaded paleontologist, right? Yeah. Uh, who is awful at her job because, A, she assumes that Zilla is a dinosaur, which under any other, other movie, I mean, I guess she hasn't seen what it looks like yet, so she wouldn't know that. Second of yeah. all, she calls it Therapoda Allosaurus, which, first of all, <laughs> Therapoda is not a genus. That is that is not what she would, if she was calling it an Allosaurus, she would say, like, Allosaurus fragilis. But even still, that'd be re- that's still stupid because Allosaurus is not that big. It's not even the biggest carnivorous dinosaur. So why would you call it an Allosaurus? Second of all, why would an Allosaurus be alive? So why would you even call it that? And third of all, she just randomly makes passes at a, a Matthew Broderick for no reason. Yeah. It's like, she she knows who he is, but then has never seen him before. It seems weird because yeah. like I feel like she would have seen him if she already knows t- like who he is before she took spoke mm-hmm. Um. Then there's the soldier guy who has a bit of a stutter. Oh yeah, like, him. The, the movie, he's so weird. The movie, yeah, the, okay. It's like the movie treats him as if he's meant to be like a main important character because they constantly focus on him. But then like they never do anything with the character. They just have like Tatopolis talk to him a couple times. Yeah. But then like they just like like one of the final shots you see of them like celebrating Godzilla's death is like him being congratulated or whatever. And it's like you're treating this character like he's important, but he's barely been in the movie. And when he has been, he's just been a generic soldier basically the entire yeah. time. Just, the only defining trait of the character is that he has a stutter, sort of. And yeah. he's, like, I guess, nice in general. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, we talked about outside of this uh, character, the actress who played Audrey got blamed for the movie failing, which is ridiculous. I know that. I want she, to bring that up. Because, because while Audrey sucks as a character, it's not her fault at all. She's Audrey's just poorly written. She didn't control the script. Yeah. The fact that she got yeah. blacklisted practically is so fucking bullshit to me, and that infuriates me. She did nothing yeah. wrong. It's not her yeah, fault. Yeah. The script sucked, and she and she ended up retiring in two thousand eight. Only like ten years later, because of it, wow. because she, she she couldn't get work in the acting she industry like that. That you were in a bad movie that she had no part in. Sorry, you're you're the problem. <laughs> I know, right? No, not the fact that they, that they couldn't write the movie for shit, or that they completely ruined Godzilla. No, the issue was the one female lead. That's totally the issue. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, and then, like I was gonna say, uh, as like you know, I agree with what Crash was saying, or I think Crash or and or Ton, I can't remember. Who was yeah, about it, uh, with the French people at Cal, they're meant. They're like sort of supposed to be good guys, but also kind of the bad guys because the film makes it out to be, oh, this was France's fault. Got because you know the U.S. wouldn't be responsible for anything in the Pacific in terms of nuclear testing. It's clearly <laughs> it's the French people's fault for the like, the ones they did. And but then it's like they treat the French Secret Service as like totally helpful good guys that, you know, it's like you can't paint them as the people responsible for Zilla's existence, but then also just kind of make them like likable. Mm-hmm comedic relief almost characters like ha ha funny french people funny but then you know mm-hmm. it's just like it's this weird contrast it's just and then the general the rest of the other characters are all just super forgettable like yeah. you've got the uh first of all you've got the the guy the head guy at the news station that 
uh, Audrey works for that she's trying to get a like a oh yeah at. the fucking you know, um, just, sexual just sexual harassment yeah, yeah just some hot comedic relief sexual assault sexual harassment uh, and that it it happens multiple times throughout the movie which is ridiculous and the second of all mm-hmm. uh, you have like you know like a, the redheaded paleontologist lady you know there's that like celebration kiss whatever with like the quote unquote like nerdy camera guy at the end and yeah it's just, like it's uh, it's uh, it's bad and then. <laughs> Um, and then you have like the couple, uh, you know, the other news couple, like with the really yeah. like accent, like the really stereotypical like New York accents or whatever. Oh yeah, oh my Hank Azaria um, and his wife. Yeah, and it's like a, they're just why are they in the movie? Second <laughs> of all, uh, they throw out a certain word that they shouldn't be using, <laughs> even in 1998. With, yeah, like, when I when I watched that for the first time in a, nearly two decades, uh, I think I think it was last year when I watched it for the first time in a little yeah. while. Um, like in the lead up to King of the Monsters coming out, uh, I was like, they that word was used in the movie, and, you know. And then I, this is this isn't really on the topic of all the characters, but I'll just throw it in here since we're kind of on it. Mm. You know, it's just it's not really the this isn't the movie's fault, but you know the the constant shots of the certain, twin towers, two, yeah, two story building <laughs> movie just really it makes it really and, awkward to watch it. And they bring up the 1996 bombings that happened there yeah, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, I won't, I don't know too much about it, but. You know, it's just one of those. It's just hard to watch any pre two thousand one movie with a lot of shots of the New York skyline. Yeah. Um, um, for me though, with characters, I have to agree with everyone. Everyone in it who has a big role is unlikable, and everyone who has a small role is just boring. The people who are close to being likable are the French guys because they're just so funny. But like the characters are just. And here's the issue, really, with the characters: they take up so much screen time in this movie. Like they're in it so much. The movie stays with them like in like their relationship drama and stuff and it's like they're not likable enough audrey's a terrible character she fucking fucks over nick because she wants to get her get like promoted and stuff it's like that's not a likable character you just have they're just not likable they're really annoying all of them every single one i hate everyone in, in this movie yeah, besides besides the french guys that's it they're the only <laughs> ones i like because they're just like so annoying like nick's like hi guys i'm the worm guy you have audrey who's just like a complete bitch but then you also feel bad for her because she's being sexually harassed by this asshole who has who has a napoleon complex who's like fucking lord farquaad from shrek because he's short then you then you have just like the generals and mayor roger ebert and it's just like what is this movie's cast there's so many characters too you don't need all these characters why are the two other scientists in this movie like, why is the redhead paleontologist in this movie? Why is the guy who's like really gross and like high and he's, as he wipes his nose? Like, 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 why is he here? Like, I don't get it. Why is he here? Oh my mold! <laughs> I hate this movie. I really, I really do. Okay, but I have to ask: the ninety-eight cast or Pteranodon guy? Pteranodon guy. <laughs> easily. Easily. Yeah, easily. Because he was funny. Yeah, the only <laughs> cast I like I like less is Megalons. That's a <laughs> hilarious. So, I like, yeah. I guess that for me, it's not a, like I okay. Some of them I hate, but it's just they're, they're either boring or they're unlikable. Yeah, funny. like I find Nick just boring. I don't think he ever did anything that made me go like. Fuck. Nick's not bad, but he's just annoying to me. Something about the way they like write him and portray him just annoys me. What if I told you this movie is based on a true story and the events happen in real time? You still <laughs> hate Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's just me. It's just a movie about me, actually. 
Oh my God, folks! <laughs> really happened. That's self-owned. 1998 Godzilla attacks in New York City. <laughs> real thing that happened. <laughs> anyway, they, they, they just put it mm-hmm. up for the movie. It happened. It actually happened in a small rural mm-hmm. town in Georgia. It happened the year I was born. It's about me, actually. <laughs> I guess. And 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 I guess for my second, for the second last topic, um, I want to talk about the seams of this movie because I think this movie is really weird semantically for Godzilla. Because it's very U.S. military, fuck yeah, and in a really weird way. Ton, I'll, I'll talk first because I feel like you have the best insight into military stuff. How do you feel about this movie? Seems in general, like its approach to nuclear stuff, like its stuff with the U.S. military. I'll, I'll let you talk about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. So, honestly, this movie. So, I used to look back on the past Godzilla movies. Um, mm-hmm. From Gojira onward, the J, uh, the JSDF, the military Japan, mm-hmm. um, which has a very kind of mixed reputation. I, I wouldn't know exactly. I'm not an expert on Japan. Mm-hmm. But usually, the impression I get is that Japanese people tend to be rather mixed feelings on the JSDF. They either like mm-hmm. it or they're not huge on it, mm-hmm. or they kind of think it should just be dedicated to you know protecting the people. Yeah. So you kind of see that show up a lot in the Godzilla movies, where the military is a big presence. They, um, you know, they fight Godzilla. Their weapons are useless, but you know they kind of end up being kind of a noble force because they're protecting the people, mm-hmm. and trying to set up their plans to help save the day. But there's still kind of this subtle criticism, almost, because you see like they're constantly. You know, spending all this money on these giant weapons, they're constantly wasting all these lives trying to aggressively fight Godzilla, and then mm-hmm. it's like some alternative approach saves the day. Mm-hmm. They have Godzilla 1998, and it's like it's very pre 9 11, post Cold War, mm-hmm. rah, rah, Team America, World Police type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> certainly you kind of have like bumbling moments where the military you know mm-hmm. doesn't achieve their objective and kind of has mm-hmm. like oh you know like Crash pointed out earlier it's like you have a scene where they're like oh they're doing more damage yeah Godzilla but even but, in that though they they like give them like an excuse oh it's because Godzilla is cold blooded which is not how it works but yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. Godzilla's cold-blooded and how mean he is, Mulder. <laughs> okay, sure, <laughs> Crash. <laughs> yeah, so... It, it's just, once again, it has, this movie has a really kind of confused and doesn't know what it's trying to say, if it's if it's trying to say anything. Mm-hmm. I'd like to give any director a benefit of a doubt, like, say they're trying to give, like, a message, but what Emmerich... <laughs> Um, yeah, he's very much kind of a pro America, pro military person. I mean, watch Independence, which is really funny because he's German. Yeah, <laughs> he's a German guy, but it's like watch Independence Day, watch Midway. Um, yeah, movies. You can see he's very. He has a very pro Western view of stuff. So, but. There's just this very kind of like triumphant portrayal of the military, and 
I just it just seems like someone kind of just gets lost with this movie because it's like mm-hmm. even though we've joked a lot about how Godzilla movies kind of have morals shoved in into the last second, mm-hmm. it almost feels like it doesn't have a moral. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of a giant monster romp, which is bad, but like. Mm-hmm. As a Godzilla movie, it's like it's, it's it doesn't fit. Try. Yeah, pokes on 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 the themes of this movie. Yeah, I mean, like I think all, I really agree with what Ton was saying about it's very much more. It, it's weird because you know they they put all of the criticisms that would usually be put towards the United States in regards to our nuclear testing. They just mm-hmm. shoved it onto the French. Yeah, uh, for the few they did, and then the rest of the movie just. You know, like you said, like it's a very America fuck yeah kind of movie. Yeah. To the point where there's, you know, a lot of scenes like with really gross CGI helicopters. <laughs> yeah. New York. Uh, yeah. A, I remember one scene. There's like a skyline shot of like, I'm talking like like hundreds of helicopters flying at very very high speeds. Yeah. Uh, because they're not framed in like key framed in properly. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and while we were watching it, Ton was making observations, and I I noticed them as well about how. Uh, the, hel- the helicopters were not armed with the correct weaponry. Like you had, uh, you had like what, what? What were the attack helicopters? Uh, which model were they again? Um, I think they were uh, Apaches. Yeah, yeah, Apaches. Yeah, like Apaches, but they have like mini guns on the side rather than <laughs> uh, instead of using the like bottom front mounted like thirty millimeter cannon. I don't think it's thirty mm-hmm. millimeters, but like a really high round, like high caliber weapon, like bullet. Um, it's like got yeah. really wrong type of weapons, and they're be- they fl- they're flying around with like zero physics at all. Uh, and then you know it's like at the end of the movie they kill Godzilla with just traditional weaponry like you were talking about how that annoyed you earlier mm-hmm. uh, but then it's like they spend most of the movie trying to and it doesn't work so why does it just magically start working at the end I know right and you know <coughs> the US military if Godzilla was does... a freaking tied Pokesaurus <laughs> <laughs> um, but the military does more damage to New York than Godzilla does like yeah and it's a bit like no one calls them out for it. like the major the mayor Ebert character does, but mm. he's, he's you're not supposed to like him. Yeah, so it's very much portrayed as like they didn't do anything actually wrong, even though clearly it's like it's pro American military, but then the movie makes the military very like, competent and yeah. for the most of the movie. It's like it's sending such weird mixed signals, and then you know obviously like for example, uh, more recently the 2014 Godzilla movie does mm-hmm. call out the United. It's nuclear testing in the Pacific. Before that movie makes it that you know uh, the tests were more attempts to kill Godzilla. Yeah, but even still, it criticizes them. You know. Um, Plus, the thing like, is, how, what what woke Godzilla up in the first place in 2014 was still still nuclear stuff. It was yeah, it was yeah, a nuclear exactly. submarine diving yeah, too deep from yeah, the U.S. Exactly. So you know, like that like it's you know I feel like anything that this movie tries to say, which is not a lot at all, it's basically yeah. nothing. Uh, Godzilla 2014 does everything about it better. Yeah, and doesn't do these like weird sidelines of like, oh, the U.S. military is awesome, but they're also incompetent. But also, don't ch- blame them for anything that goes wrong. It's not their fault. <laughs> and just really, just really bizarre. Yeah. Uh, and it just, uh, it's it's this movie just has so much wrong with it. I can't go yeah. about it. <laughs> Crash. Do do you have do you have anything to say, or should I go on? I, I just didn't want to go cut you off. <laughs> Um, this is up there with the iconic Godzilla morals like monsters attacking is not good. <laughs> <Space pollution laughs> is bad. 
<laughs> I don't know. I can't say I really got like themes out of this movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I, I guess mm-hmm. it's kind of, I guess in a way, I'm kind of glad they didn't try to force Moral at the end. Because, although actually, that would have been really fucking hilarious. I wonder what Morley mm-hmm. would come up with. Like, fucking <laughs> nuclear testing on iguanas does not equal fun. <laughs> I, I, don't, <laughs> I always love forced morals at the end. But I hear, I don't know, the themes. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I don't know. Nuclear testing is not epic. Like, but that's pretty mm-hmm. basic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> which, 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 which actually, Crash, you're being mean something I was going to say. Because I think, like, big pokes and ton covered my issues with the military stuff in this well enough. Though I, though I do want to add also, making the U.S. military able to put down something that was meant to represent the U.S. military's aggression is very, uh, but, but, I'll, but I'll continue though with something else. One, the nuclear testing thing, I see people bring up all the time. Well, actually, this movie's better at, at, at the Godzilla origin is more faithful to Godzilla because it has Godzilla be made by nuclear weapons. In, in the MonsterVerse films, which is new ones, um, the, the, he's, he's, woke, he's not woken up by that, he's woken up by a nuclear submarine. And like, but you have to look at what the movie does with that. First of all, divorces it from America. The whole point of the nuclear testing message in, in Gojira was to was the fact that it was criticizing America's nuke tests in the Pacific and what it was doing to Japan, like by stuff like the Lucky Dragon incident, which was when a Japanese fishing boat was covered in fallout and a lot of the fishermen on that boat died, and there was radioactive tuna, and the U.S. military tried to cover it up initially. So, first of all, you divorce from that, you really lost the meeting. Second of all, nuclear testing is never covered in like a serious way, like you were saying, Crash, where like even the French people are portrayed as good people just trying to fix a, a mistake. That's not covering it at all. It's just different background dressing. It's just there as, a, as an origin story. It's not there as a sufficient somatic point that's explored and developed. So it's pointless. G2014 and later on King of the Monsters explore nuclear weapons and super weapons as a whole like how they do the auction destroyer, even though I have a bit of issues with that in King of the Monsters, that's still meant to be a mistake done by the U.S. military. It's still a critique of nuclear stuff. Here, it's just an origin story to give us big monster. So it's toothless, it's empty, and it's pointless. And to say that that's not makes it better than the modern ones, which do explore nuclear weapons and the issues with that, and nuclear power in general is just, in my opinion, to be blunt fucking stupid. <laughs> I just have to be honest. It, you're just not using your brain when you're saying that. And I've seen too many people say it. It's like, you're not analyzing it, though, from like a film point of view. And I try not to be too aggressive on here, but it's just so ridiculous, especially in conjunction with what I mentioned earlier about how Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin felt about Godzilla and everything that came before. It's just silly. Okay, rant over. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, Tom. Oh, oh, I wasn't saying anything. Okay, but yeah, no, I see what you mean. It's just like it feels like a very hollow, well, kind of weird. Yeah, at least they don't try to act like they have like a theme, but it's just like, yeah, they just use it. Right? They, they just use it as a way to like get Godzilla in the movie, and they don't. Yeah, really I know. Okay. To it. I do want to <laughs> say though, I mentioned earlier, like the end after the pointless chase sequence, and they kill God, like actually, actually kill Zilla. They mm-hmm. try to do like, majestic, or oh, it's so sad that Zilla is dead. But it, it's like there's you know, like there's no message to the movie. But then it tries to like pull a hard string, like oh no, we killed it. Why could why did mm-hmm. we do that? But, you know, it's just like what is the point in the whole like somber, sad? Oh my god, Zilla dead thing at the end. Yeah, there's nothing like there's 
no humanizing things about Zilla at any point prior in the movie, then they just try to humanize it when just when it's dying. Yeah, I, it's, it's I guess to be fair, there's a scene where he just kind of like looks at Nick while he's got the fish there. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, that's like for like I'm not saying I, it's I like I major, but at least they <laughs> I don't plan a scene. I I don't want to keep bringing up uh, the future movies because they'll be discussed when we watch them. But again, you know, it's mm-hmm. one of those things where I think, but like. Godzilla 2014 does that exact same idea much better with the bit um, mm-hmm. with uh, for Brody, like when he has that like eye contact moment with the Godzilla when he falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then in G14, or not G14, oh, in King of the Monsters, when, in King of the Monsters when Sarazawa was about to die, it's his like, yeah. it's kind of roles reversed there. And uh, Sarazawa was looking into Godzilla's eyes and he touches him right before the nuclear bomb goes off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Godzilla tries to seem like that but there's no emotional weight to it because there's no yeah. emotional connection to Godzilla because Godzilla is treated like nothing but a monster throughout the entire film. Mm-hmm. And there's no message attached to its death. It's like, well, what are we supposed to learn from this sad death? I yeah. know. Cause again, like it doesn't, the movie doesn't do any job at attempting to condemn the nuclear tests. And it would point because the French people were shown as good guy. Yeah. The U S is completely dissolved of all responsibility. So it's like, there's no point in the scene like that when the, film, the rest of the film has no message or meaning or any thought put into it in that kind of way. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that, folks. And I think that's a good lead-in to the sponsors movie, which if you guys can't tell from it, the movie was never seen very well. <laughs> all of this. Um, first of all, they tried to hide Godzilla's design throughout the marketing. When it leaked, they said, oh, that's a fake. Which is really fucking stupid. Like, why would you say it's fake when it's real? Like, that's only gonna make, gonna make people even more mad. So yeah, the movie came out. People were not huge on it. It had a good opening weekend, but it had terrible legs. It ended up being considered a disappointment financially. It wasn't a, a box office bomb or a flop, but it was considered a disappointment. The sequels ended up getting canceled. The toys did not sell well. It was critically reviled. Godzilla fans hated it for all the reasons we talked about here. It was considered the first time a fan base revolted against the movie, which is funny because it's one year before the prequels, Star Wars-wise. So that was definitely the start of fan bases making their anger heard because that was cited a lot, as long with poor Audrey's actress. I I, I really still don't get why they blamed her for it. But yeah, the toys didn't sell well. The Godzilla brand was considered toxic, actually, in America until 2014 because of this movie. And Toho pretty much disavowed it. <laughs> As I've said, and we have um, responses from four people, which I'm going to read. Haru Nakajima, who played Godzilla from Gojira until Godzilla vs. Gigan, talked about it, and he said, Its face looks like an iguana, and its body and limbs look like a frog. <laughs> that was what Haru Nakajima had to say. Kenpachiro Satsuma, who played Godzilla in the Heisei films, walked out of a screening of it and said, It's not Godzilla, it doesn't have his spirit. Toho's um a um a public public um a what do you call the person who speaks for a company? PR public relations. Yeah, yeah. The PR guy called it called it a disaster. <laughs> and then a director who we're, who we're talking about in a few movies called Shusuke Kaneko, who did the Gamma trilogy and is the person who did GMK. He's the director and writer of those of those films. He's he he had this to say about it. Is interesting that the U.S. version of Godzilla runs about trying to escape missiles. Americans seem unable to accept a creature that cannot be put down by their arms. All of this led up to, in 2004, the God- this Godzilla design was officially rechristened as Zilla by Toho, 
and all future appearances of this design have had that copyright used. It's not considered officially part of Godzilla. With the Godzilla Museum that opened up recently, not having it included in the timeline of Godzilla movies, while including Godzilla 2014 and King of Monsters. What do you guys think of Toho's response? And do you think it's fair, or do you think it's overblown? And anybody can go first. I definitely think it's it's perfectly justifiable for them to not like it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, I feel like it's important to acknowledge it as like a shitty part in your history to kind mm-hmm. of keep it there and grow from it. So yeah. I, I think it's kind of funny they like they ignore it in the museum. I get it's yeah. awful, but at the same time, it's like I think it's a good, good footnote in Godzilla's history, like because that's mm-hmm. a pretty good report, especially for the American like worldview of it. And I yeah. think it leads. Um, I think it it helps to boost 2014's presence even more by showing like how how they had grown from that point, how they improved. Yeah. So I think lambasting and like hating it is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But I still think it's good to acknowledge its existence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Ton. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I definitely uh kind of line with Crash's take. Um. Toho's response is justified in certainly the fandoms. Um, I think there's, I kind of remember a time when, like, American Godzilla was almost, like, kind of a slur for an Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before video game movies, this was, like, the bad adaption. Mm-hmm. So it just left a very well. Bad well, the, the, the Mario movie came out before this. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll say Resident Evil, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I I think it's definitely kind of like a low point in the franchise's history because it's like mm-hmm. you gotta see why Toho was really like upset because you know this is kind of a historic moment for the franchise. Mm-hmm. This big Japanese property that's like beloved through all most of Japan. And they pass it on to another country, and they just kind of shit the ball. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I think it definitely needs to be acknowledged, but I can definitely kind of understand the kind of bitterness toward it, especially Mm -hmm. since um, Mm -hmm. before or after Honda passed away. After. Oh, okay. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) but i think it's just like you know it'd be like if uh you know we had like china make star trek right yeah and then they just completely like butchered it and turned it into like a trans like Michael Bay formers type, of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it just be, it just kind of leave a bitter taste in people's mouths. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 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 oh oh yeah, folks. I, I I was just gonna say I'm honestly surprised they didn't go further with their disdain for it, oh. uh, because <laughs> I kind of okay. So like you guys have been talking about how um. Mm-hmm. It's part of like a lesson they had to learn, but I don't think there's any lesson for Toho to have learned other because this wasn't their fault. And they they let America, like the Hollywood, have the rights to Godzilla, and they were expecting or hoping at least for a Godzilla 2014. Yeah, but they were very hands off with it, so they got Godzilla 98. Yeah, and I don't think it's a. I don't think it's Toho's fault 
at all for this just because well, they yeah no i don't think they, they, they I, <laughs> I know but it's, it's like you guys are talking about how like it's like they had to learn a lesson or something like that and i don't necessarily agree with that and i also am perfectly fine with them just basically ignoring its existence because in a perfect world we all would. i mean obviously it needs to be remembered just as an example of a bad movie um, oh my god the thing is, it, it's so it's so removed from anything else godzilla just in terms mm -hmm. of tone design just everything about it, it is they're like people call it, like people call it godzilla in name only and i genuinely believe yeah. that to the point where you could you could talk about the history of godzilla and maybe mm -hmm. only if you had if you're writing a book about the history of Godzilla and everything about it, mm -hmm. I would not blame someone for giving this movie like a single paragraph in a long book. That is yeah. so that is how insignificant because it's well there's folks, still to be honest, I kind of disagree with you on that because yeah, maybe not for Japanese, but especially mm -hmm. for American Godzilla, like this was like, yeah. one of the first major releases, like besides Megalon, like this was Godzilla for so many people. So I think for yeah. especially the American history, I think it's very important in that regard, especially considering how it kind of like blacklisted Godzilla for American yeah. distributors for so long. Yes, yeah, yeah, see, see, I do see like both points. <laughs> but though I will though I will argue to poke something though with it. And I'm gonna bring this up. I will say though it is significant to Japanese stuff because Toho's response was to bring Godzilla back right away. Like literally the right <laughs> next year, they're like, forget about that. Here's our Godzilla. Here's the true Godzilla. He's back. Forget about it. So I do oh, yeah. think it which, is um, important. Mm -hmm. Which which what was the first Japanese Godzilla movie to come out after this? Godzilla two thousand, which is confusingly titled because it came out in nineteen ninety nine. I couldn't. I couldn't remember. I haven't seen two thousand. I couldn't remember if it was two thousand or GMK that came out. Yeah, two thousand um, came out first. I, 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 yeah, I guess. I, I guess I understand that perspective, Crash. You know? mm -hmm. I just. It's just the like, like, it, like you know, in the talk about the Godzilla not being present in the Godzilla museum recently. That is yeah. entirely fine, I think, because again, Godzilla and name only. Maybe, maybe what I was saying too much. About like only getting a paragraph in the book is probably too far, but mm -hmm. I don't, I don't uh, disagree with their hand, like how their response was to it, and I'm actually kind of surprised it wasn't stronger because it's just that bad a movie, and it just disrespects everything Godzilla is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I just, I just think uh, not only is it justified, mm -hmm. I think there would be almost an argument to say they could go further with their disdain for it and their reaction to it. Okay, yeah. I, I, get what you're I I just I just yeah. listen. I just I just really hate this movie a lot. <laughs> I just I just it's been, I'm, I'm I'm especially upset that it it was basically my Godzilla experience until 2014. So <laughs> I, I, that is deep seated regret over it. Yeah, it's like I I have guilt about it. <laughs> um, for me, I feel like I'm kind of in the middle between Crash and Ton, and also Pokes. Like I feel like you have Ton who's kind of in the middle. You have Crash who. Who I think is like, yeah, I think it's everybody. I don't think they should forget it. Daniel Pokes was like, burn it to the ground, make it be as forgotten as the city of Troy. And I feel like I'm kind of in the middle of Crash and Ton. I feel like them not including it in the Godzilla Museum is justified, though, because, okay, and here's my reason for it. If they didn't show respect to Toho and to Godzilla, why should they respect it if that makes sense, Crash? Like, like do you get what I mean when I say that? Mm hmm. Where it's like I can completely get them being like, you know what, fuck you. We're not we're not including this here. Get the shit out of here. We're we're not going to acknowledge you. But on the other hand, though, I do think also its impact on America and the fact that it did get people into Godzilla, even if it's not the best movie, it did have some positives. Like we got the Millennium Era out of it, which we're going to dive into next. Which I'm very excited to do. We got the Godzilla animated show out of it, which, like I was telling you, Crash, 
is really good because it's by people who liked Godzilla. And I think, like I so said, the monster design itself is salvageable as its own monster. So I think you can do interesting and good stuff with it. I, but uh, on the other hand, though, you, the behind-the-scenes stuff and the impact it had initially is... Um, I don't know. It was... It, it, it's just... I'm, I'm mixed on if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel you. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely like... Oh, it's a really bad movie, and I can see why Toe's like, I don't like that shit. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, I totally get that, but that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. It's like, I think if they they can go out and be like, yeah, this movie fucking sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It's like that's cool. Yeah, but at least they're acknowledging. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, acknowledging it just to hate on it, and that's totally <laughs> fine with me. If mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that doesn't like, make sense. And in relation to me, like I was thinking of like you know fucking Metroid Other M. I hate Other yeah. M. That's one of my least favorite games ever, and it's yeah. a series I love so much, mm-hmm. but. I don't want to forget it because I think it's a good rule book of like what happens if you forget the identity of this series mm-hmm. and you take all the long the wrong lessons from it. That makes, that makes sense. sense. It does. And, and and I do I do want to go back to something you said, Crash. I do think in terms of American Godzilla it's, it's important because I don't think Godzilla twenty fourteen would have been as good without Godzilla nineteen ninety eight if that makes sense. Like I think twenty fourteen was such a response for A for Toll to not just accept everything, even even if they're under pressure. Because that's, that's why they accepted the design. They're like, okay, we just have to get this done and going. Here, take take our blessing and go. Toho was a lot more strict in 2014 and Kingdom Monsters. So we got that out of it. So there is something, oh, Pokes, I will disagree with you because Toho did have a small role to play. I get that they were under like pressure and stress, but they still could have cracked down and said, nope, we're not doing it. Like they should have said, they should have fought harder, if that makes sense. I get they were under mm-hmm. stress, but you get what you do when you bend. So, so the fact that they didn't bend as much for 2014 and King of Monsters, so, do they also had American companies know you can't just shovel shit out, slap Godzilla on it, and people will buy it. Mm-hmm. And I think that gave us better Godzilla movies with 2014 and King of Monsters. So that's my take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, did they want to? Did have anything else to say, or should I move on to our last quick topic? Um, just a final kind of note. Um, uh, mm-hmm. just as a monster. I think you kind of like mentioned it passingly, but yeah, I definitely I think I'm I'm as with all kaiju in this franchise. I just like them a lot, and I'm always kind of pathetic. <laughs> I, yeah. I think if you know you establish Zilla as a distinct creature, it would be cool to see Zilla in future entries in the franchise, mm-hmm. maybe not as the protagonist, mm-hmm. but just be a cool. Kaiju to see again. Mm-hmm. The monster from this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, it's Godzilla. I don't know. They don't it's not like they brought back like Godzilla 54 to like Godzilla. Well, I guess they did want to do that with Destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. My final question is gonna be Do you guys consider this the worst movie in the franchise? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Oh wait, oh wait, crash, 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 go on. I was gonna say only competition for me is like Megalon or Raids, but the I, thing is, like I said, with mm-hmm. Megalon, that's a fun movie to watch. Yeah, awful, and that's what puts so, yeah. Me I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I haven't seen Raids again, so I'm not. I wouldn't. Raids again is just it's okay. These movies each reach like the three like triangles. Like you have a triangle, right? The top mm-hmm. one like it's just fucking sucks. Bottom right <laughs> one's like it's just really fucking boring. Bottom left <laughs> one's like it's so bad, but it's like funny to watch. So that's like, yeah. Cool pinnacle of awful movies okay. and yeah. that's where raids again megalon in like 98 stand <laughs> that makes um, sense 
Yeah, for me, like of the ones I've seen, it's definitely the worst one. And I've seen Megalon. I have seen that, and I think <laughs> I think I agree with Crash. Like, yeah, is Megalon a god awful film? Absolutely, but it's also really fucking funny to watch. Yeah, um, when he gave us the infamous tail sliding scene. <laughs> yeah, God of Rings. Beautiful. Uh, the, with the car chase down like the space, whatever. Yeah, like, whatever. Like, we call marks. Um, we call yeah, marks. So like, <laughs> yeah, so like basically, like see, I, I the way I've seen. Megalon is I've seen the dub when it comes on. Yeah. TV, like they, there's a specific channel that plays all the like the, the show Eric sometimes, and yeah, uh, that's how that's how I've seen. It. I actually saw it twice in the same night, and both times it was just <laughs> as funny because of how bad mm-hmm. it was. Um, but like when I figured out what it was the first time, I was like, I got I'm gonna I'm gonna see the slide scene firsthand for the first time in my life. <laughs> and, and it's true, magical. It, yeah, it was a magical moment. But um, and plus I I I, I love to meme about Jet Jaguar. Um, yeah. Oh, that movie. He's coming back. Yeah, yeah. get your finger boy. <laughs> okay, so right, it's not I'll, the worst I'll, for you. Yeah, this is uh, well, no, Zilla ninety eight. Yeah, it's the worst for you. Okay. Um, yeah. Not Megalon. I mixed up. That's what I, I was mixed up when we were talking about. I wish we were talking about Megalon. Megalon's fun to talk about, as dumb as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, ton, and then they don't get my answer. Is this the worst schedule movie for you? Uh, you know, I'm so I'm so nice on movies. But I can only be so nice. <laughs> and you kind of have this trifecta of what I'll call the bottom tier Guzzle mm-hmm. movies in Rage Again, Megalon, and 98. I know there's one other one coming up to you, count that, but but don't spoil which one that is. I know yeah. there's one other the one. The one that y'all don't like. Huh? Yeah, there's one other one coming up, but, but we won't spoil it which one that is. Crash is like, oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess here's my thing. It's like every movie kind of has like a sin before mm-hmm. it, where it kind of fails. Um, Rage Again is being boring, like Crash said. Megalons mm-hmm. um, is being fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, Guns of 98 is it's just kind of an insulting movie. Yeah. It's not that well made, put together. Mm-hmm. So if I had to look at it on a like, What's salvageable? What mm-hmm. kind of cleaned up and you know taken and put into a new context? Or he's again had Angurus mm-hmm. and really made the DNA for like Godzilla versus another monster. Mm-hmm. So it's easily redeemed itself. Yeah. Um, Megalon has Megalon, of course, and Jet Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Um, both very fun characters who mm-hmm. I feel like. If if it hasn't already, I'm sure someone out there has some appearance of them they really like. Yeah, it'd be kind of like readapted. It may have something really cool. Mm-hmm. And with '98, there's there's just Zilla to be honest. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Gus with Godzilla the series, the animated series, ended up doing it's like they just kind of threw out everything from the movie, took Zilla's design, and then. Yeah, because, because 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 even the characters which they keep from the movie, they're very different in the cartoon as you've seen, Todd. Mm-hmm. Like they're like design wise, are different. Like it's just they're just different characters, just with the same names practically. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I have to check that out. It's yeah. it's a really good show, Crash. Yeah, I'm not, so, like unironically, if you really like like nineties cartoons like Batman the animated series, it's a it's a very much like that in style. Ooh, but with Godzilla, yeah. so I'd recommend it. <laughs> yeah, check that. So I guess. <laughs> 
to kind of sum up my thoughts is like, um, Godzilla ninety eight would be the lowest for me, mm-hmm. but I'll kind of stand by a statement I made where I don't think there's a bad Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. And I guess I mean for ninety eight's case is like it's a bad part of the franchise as a whole. Mm-hmm. But on its own, as a bad, is it a bad movie? I couldn't say that in good mm-hmm. faith. Like it's not one I would go out of my way to watch. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad. See, for me, this is probably going to be surprising. I'm the person with a differing answer. I don't think think this is the worst Godzilla movie. I think Megalon is worse. And the reason why I say that is because here's my thing. I feel like Godzilla 1998 is almost like. The antithesis and the final result of what Megalon started in the West, when when we talked about him in the Megalon episode of how Megalon ruined the perception of Godzilla over here, mm-hmm. I think ninety eight was kind of the ultimate endpoint of that. Where when you just tank a franchise to such a level, where let's be honest, Megalon was made just for just to get some money out of kids, <laughs> and it's just like that's why I personally put Megalon under, even if Megalon's more fun, honestly. So that's just it for me. Mm-hmm. I get that. All right. So this was our big long talk on Godzilla 1998. So I'm gonna let everyone do their final um uh, thoughts on it. Pokes, if you want to go first. Yeah. Just in general, I hate this movie. It sucks. I never want to watch it again. <laughs> this is. I I genuinely hope I never watch it again in my life after this. I've seen it twice in the same year, which is two times too many to ever watch oh this movie in God, the same year. Folks. Um, and, uh, watched my Jurassic Games videos, by the way. Bye. I, I agree with that chill. You should watch the Jurassic Games videos. Yeah. <laughs> cool now. Oh, um, Crash. Crash, you can go. Uh, this movie is definitely just, like, a bastardization of Godzilla as a series. Made by mm-hmm. people who don't like Godzilla. Yeah. They just get a really weird hat, what's the word, a backhanded movie of, like, yeah. how you really do a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Um, Completely failing, missing the point of what Godzilla is and about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just a really it's not a good movie, honestly. Yeah, part, part small parts I like, but even those parts don't feel like they fit in the Godzilla movie. Yeah, the movie is very flawed. And going back into it, having seen the Godzilla movies now, like I get why it's so derided. Yeah, what's really interesting too, because this was your third ever Godzilla movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first one on 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 the show, which you saw before we before we rewatched it. I know, right? <laughs> it's nuts. Anyway, ton. Uh, this movie beat me as a child. Burned <laughs> down my childhood home. Shows <laughs> me three hundred seventy nine million dollars. I'll be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, in seriousness, you know, this is a very dis- divisive. Um, entry in the franchise, but it's important, like we said. Mm-hmm. Um, would I recommend it? Honestly, no. <laughs> it's not really that fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's kind of boring to me. But if you wanted, if you really like this franchise and you just like monster movies, will you get something out of this? Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like anyone who would genuinely enjoy this movie is people who grew up with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's fine. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. There's nothing wrong with enjoying stuff you liked as a kid. So, 
But I think if you don't have that emotional connection to that, you're just going to have a very mediocre experience. Mm-hmm. Unless you just like monsters, in that case, you'll you'll have fun. <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, this movie's not good. As as its own thing, I'd say it'd be like probably like a 6 out of 10. But as Godzilla, and you can't separate from Godzilla, that's the second. As much as we say, okay, well, if you remove Godzilla, well, here's the thing, it was made as Godzilla. It's not like you had Godzilla added on as a title afterwards. The movie was made to be Godzilla. It's not Godzilla. And for that, I can't say it's a good Godzilla movie. And I wouldn't recommend it. if you're driving to this whole entire series like crashes, then yeah, obviously you have to watch it just because it's part of the franchise as much as people might wish it wasn't. But it is, so that's the only way I'd re recommend it. Anyways, this was our first of four episodes of Long Pokesaurus. As he mentioned, you can watch his videos on the Jurassic Park video games on our channel, Fierce Futures and Fossils. And while when he's not playing his Xbox Series X, which I'm gonna smash with a hammer soon. <laughs> you can find him on Twitter when Pokes. Where is that on Twitter? At Pokesaurus. Yeah, they're very normal. I, I, originally, originally, I originally had a separate Twitter account, but then I deleted one and just kind of merged both. Yeah. Just to make it so, easier. Pokes, thank you for coming on. As always, you're fun, as always, to talk to yeah. and discuss like your insights. I, like I feel like I'm not as fun in my uh, Jurassic Games videos because it's more informative, but I enjoy yeah. Especially when I have you guys through Fuffa, I enjoy uh, <laughs> yeah. memeing around uh, and being over-exaggerating everything I say. Uh, <laughs> I'm really excited for your next yeah. episode, which is not that far away, actually. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for that as well. Uh, it's a, movie, it's a movie, a movie, what you like? Yeah, and it's fun to, you know, actually be on what the other half of the channel we started is actually about. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've only, I haven't actually partaken in any of these before. Yeah. Uh, I, so I, love yeah, all, I love all the ones I've seen other than this one uh, in various <laughs> ways, but, you know, yeah. this, is, this, one's fun. this one's just too fun to rag about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm folks. sure either mm-hmm. either the audience will love me or they never want to hear from me again. So. <laughs> they don't get a choice because you'll be back in another three episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can't be working, guys, still. But, uh, so, yeah, so, yeah so, folks, thank you for coming out. used to me. No problem. <laughs> and that will be it for episode 24 of the Godzilla Roundtable. Next week, we'll be talking about Godzilla 2000, which came out in 1999. But, okay. <laughs> we'll get into it next time. I can't wait to, can't wait to, start, to, start, to start the Millennium Era, my most nostalgic era of Godzilla. Ooh. So I'm really excited for that. So thank you guys for listening, and have a good night.